and uh, here we are again. It is Saturday night, and all over the world, there's nonsense going on. There are wars, there are killings, <laughs> and never mind a war in the Ukraine. <laughs> I want to go to Arkansas for a minute. In Arkansas, at a car show, ten people got shot. One dead. At a car show in Arkansas. Okay. And the killing goes on and on and on. Much of this is uh, responsible for this are the Republicans who support gun uh, carrying laws without any license, without any background check, without anything. And I call these guys, these are Soviet Republicans because Putin has gotten into their underwear and up their ass and into their brain. And along the way, because they entered from the backside, some of the remnants of the poo-poo went to their brain. So these Soviet Republicans, Soviet Republicans, yes, uh, who would like to turn this into a Putin-like uh, kind of society, uh, they live next door to you, okay? Or they live downstairs from you, or they live upstairs from you. Stay away from them, the dangerous, dangerous people. Okay. Now, <clears throat> one of the wonderful things that has happened with this war, uh, I was going to say in Arcadia, <laughs> but uh, actually, uh, no, uh, in the Ukraine, is that we have found out that this massive army of people, this massive army of people, this latest technologies and these parades that take place in Moscow Square, are all nonsense because the Ukrainians are shooting down the latest, the very latest Soviet jets with bullets, not rockets bullets and some rockets and then after looking at their equipment you know when you go on a date and then you get hot and you start looking at people's equipment you know we start looking at this equipment and what do we find out these are like ancient tanks but in the meantime in the news we see that they have the latest tank but they have one of those they don't send that one into battle. And they've lost 12,000 people just on their side trying to invade the Ukraine. And they've lost hundreds of tanks. They've lost planes. They've lost. So their military, Mr. Putin, your military sucks. Okay, it reminds me of the war against people in, in flip flops which we lost, <laughs> and you lost, too. Um, so the world has gone bananas. The Russian cosmonauts went up to the station, and they are dressed, their spacesuits, 
are blue and yellow, the Ukraine colors. So the world. Okay, and now we're back. And uh, if you're listening live, of course, uh, you know that uh, we lost power. Um, that's what happened to Putin. Uh, that's no, actually, that happened to who was it? So, oh yeah, Putin was giving us some kind of a national address, and suddenly everything shut down. And everybody in the uh, audience should be quiet, please. I can hear you. We have a noisy audience out there tonight. Let's quiet down, please. Okay, so hi, you're listening to. Uh, <laughs> FDRradio.com. My name is Max, and I'm here in studio with Frank Sprigg, our engineer, and of course my darling um, Dr. Susie, who's sitting next to me, and I'm going to turn you over to her shortly. And um, yeah, things are very weird in the world. Watch out for those Republicans that live next door to you. These are Soviet Republicans. Soviet Republicans. Max. Yes. The Soviets were not Republican. The current Russians are more Republican. No, no. The Soviets failed at no, their I objective, said, but they Susan, had ideals. The Republicans talking, have I'm, no ideals. They are simply I corrupt. Am, I am talking about American Soviet Republicans. They're not Soviet. They're corrupt. They're awful. Anyway, go on. I just had to say that because you keep calling them Soviet. They are Soviet. I, that's what I see them as. They support a war against an independent nation. But it's not Soviet. Well, it may not be Soviet, but <laughs> these are Russians. But they're not. Is, okay. The Soviet Union collapsed. Oh, oh, okay, 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 okay. No, the Soviet Union is still there, actually. It's just that he's head of it now. They just don't call themselves that anymore, but they're doing the same things that the Soviet Union did, and that is to conquer other countries, I believe. The big bear is known for that. Anyway, okay, I, I give up. Surrender. Okay, go ahead, Dr. Susie. Go ahead with what? Well, I don't know. Yeah, go ahead. Oh. Well, conflict is in the air, brothers and sisters, lovers and sinners. And that's partly perhaps because of the date. It is, if you're listening live to FDR, which is short for Franklin Delano Roosevelt, our 32nd president, who was at least a little bit socialist, although he had a lot of problems, such as being a wartime president. But in any case, we like him for his socialism. And we also like the other explanation of FDR, which is fuck the rich. Because that's the problem here, as I see it, not Soviet. It, the problem is the rich splaining, the way that the rich want to get richer and richer at everybody else's expense. And one of these very, very rich people, perhaps the richest in the world, we're not even sure, is Mr. Putin. So I'm no fan of his, 
But I'm also no fan of the whole NATO machine and the whole amosexual, uh, my guns are better than your tanks and my da da da. It makes me want to vomit. But in any case, March 19th, what is that date? Well, it is the anniversary of the United States invasion of Iraq. At the time, I called it the rape of Iraq. Just like a few weeks ago, I called Putin's invasion the rape of Ukraine. Because they are rapes of these places, as I see it, maybe because I'm a sexologist and I see everything in terms of some sort of sexual imagery. But they are rapes, and rape is really, really horrible. I know this from various sources, including my personal experience. I'm not talking about an assault where somebody puts their hand on your butt or where you're drunk and have sex because you think somebody's going to keep their promises about starring you in their movie. I'm talking about violent rape. It sucks. And these invasions have been the rapes of these places. But they are not murders. There's a difference. Difference between rape and murder, right? A lot of people think rape is as bad or worse than murder. I don't. I'm not one of those people. I've been raped, and here I am. Now, I'm alive. I'm feeling pretty good. So, yeah, Iraq will come back. Afghanistan will come back. And Ukraine will come back. They are not dead. I believe even the native tribes of America, which was violently raped to the point that, I mean, it was... Uh, practically a murder of the tribes here. But they will come back also. And so this is an anniversary, which is why we say from Iraq to Ukraine, wars suck. And sex is better. <laughs> I hear my voice. I hear myself speaking, and so I don't know where it's coming from. Ah, it's coming from Max's computer. <laughs> How you doing there, darling? I'm okay. Yeah, we have a call. Okay. And I believe this caller wants to talk about sex. Okay. Which is good. You know, we do want to talk about sex. We are, like many people, very overwhelmed we feel like we're being bombed with information and disinformation we're in the fog of war excuse us if we're not just playing with our pussies and our dicks right now but we are doing that too so yeah we do that we love that we believe in that and so if you have a question for the love doctors here dr susie that's me and captain max that's my who's bond of 30 years, almost. 30 years, that's correct. 30 years. That's right. 30 wonderful, adventurous, extraordinary 
years of, uh, of fun and marriage go together like a horse in a carriage. That's right. Right. And so does being anti-war, because we have been since the beginning, and very pro-sex, or as they say, sex positive, and kink positive, and pro-bonobo. So we're going to talk with Jake, if he's still there. <laughs> Jake. Hi, Jake. From Indiana has a question about sexual intimacy. Hello, Jake. Hello. How are you? Well, I'm peering through the fog of war into my sexual crystal ball. How may I help you? I was told. You were by told. Were by what? That by someone that you would prefer like your guests to have orgasms during the show? I would prefer or? my guests to have orgasms during the show. Who told you that? that Interesting. Uh, when I called in here to talk about if you were on, to call in tonight, they said that. So, somebody answered the phone. Somebody and told you that on somebody the Somebody here on, in Bonoboville. Yeah. We're going to have to put the word out to find out who's horny here. No, you don't have to yeah. have an orgasm. But you not. can. You can, of course. Yeah. I, you know, I'd rather you ejaculate okay. than you drop a bomb. Much rather. I mean, a thousand okay, times Okay, what is rather. your question? Uh, well, it's... So I'm... It was like about sexual intimacy. I'm with... I'm... Me and my... Someone, the person I've been with for a while, we're probably going to be doing it soon the first time. Or for the first time here. Right? How old are you? Uh, 22. Okay. okay. So you're going to be I'm doing it for the first time with this person or for the first time in your life? Uh, well, for the first time... In her life. Uh, with the first time ever. Okay, for you and for her? Yes. yes okay. Sorry, yes. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Good for you, I think. Um, I'm imagining that you love each other and that you're really... Hot for each other, and things are good. So go on. Um, I guess the question, and it might, I hope it's not too broad, but I was wondering if you had any, any advice or tips as far as making the first time a very, like, good experience. Because I know it yeah. probably won't. It'll be a quick, you know, I'll probably come fairly quick. But even so, just making it good for her and me. Okay, sure. I have a few tips in general. And they are very general because everybody's different. So the first tip is to know your partner and what she likes. Now, you may not know everything she likes in terms of sexual intercourse because you haven't had that yet. But I imagine you have kissed and touched, right? Yeah, yes. How far have you gone? Yeah, I, I mean, she has, uh, well, she has given me a hand job, but it's, it hasn't gone beyond that because I think she was just too nervous, and I was too, and it just wasn't, it didn't feel right in the moment for her to actually, like, go down on me. Okay. That's why I really want to try to, we want to try to do it soon because we Have you done anything right. to give her pleasure? Uh, yeah, I... Again, I fingered her, but I haven't gone beyond that because, again, it just, we haven't. Right, okay. This 
Okay, so you've played with each other's private parts, right? Yes. And did it feel good? Yeah. Yes. The little bit that you did. And do you know if she felt good? Uh, I think I, think I, I it was good, but I think I was nervous that I probably didn't do it as good as I could have. I'm not asking if you did it as good as you could have. We will not probably be giving you an Olympic medal for this. That's okay. Yeah. The important thing is just to kind of inquire to her, maybe verbally. How does that feel? Does that feel good? Do you like that? Don't say the same thing over and over again, like, do you like that? Do you like that? Do you like that? Don't be a broken record. But do ask how she feels. You know, because it's not so obvious. It's sort of obvious with a guy, because if you don't feel good, your erection goes down. So she doesn't even have to ask. Yeah. She can tell. But you might have to ask, and that's okay. And she might not answer right away, and that's also okay. But you should encourage her. You should encourage communication so that you know how she feels, so you can make this good for her. Because it's probably going to be good for you, because as you said, and I don't know you, but you are 22, so averages are among 22-year-old guys, you'll get turned on and you'll come. And that's yeah. cool. Maybe not, though. That sometimes doesn't happen, but usually you do. Usually girls of that age, young ladies, do not. They don't get turned on and they don't come. So yeah. try to at least do the first thing for her. Try to help her to get turned on. What does she seem to like that you do physically? Kissing? Uh, kissing, yeah. The, I mean... Especially Most girls the neck like that. The neck. Okay. That's a big thing. Okay. Well, you know certain I things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I do know, like when we do it, she wants me to like pull herring and just not be so physical, but be slightly physically aggressive when it comes to the actual like fucking part. Okay. Well, you sound like you're developing a rhythm with how she is and what she likes. So that's good, and you should really pay more attention to that. Um, pausing for a moment, because it seems as though something is going on in Bonoboville, and I don't want to pretend that it's not. Somebody's bang, bang, banging. Is everything okay out there? Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, uh, well, okay. I'm, I'm asking if everything's okay here in Bonoboville, Jake, but I'm glad you're okay. So is everything okay here? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, Jake, back to you there in Indiana yeah. where everything sounds okay. Whoa. No, everything is not okay here. Things are falling. Okay. So, <laughs> anyway, the other thing is environment. Try to make it a nice environment. I don't know where you've had your other encounters, but usually these types of almost blowjobs and handjobs are done in furtive places. <laughs> and if you're going to do the intercourse thing, you should do it in a comfortable place. An Go elegant, ahead. a little elegant place. Unless yes. she likes to do it in the barn, which is also good. Or a nice yeah. limousine. Or a nice limousine. Mm. or uh, Not know. a little car, though. No. <laughs> should be comfortable. <laughs> Probably not the first time. No, 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 not the first time. No. But uh, doing it in a car is kind of fun, but it's awkward, and, and especially if it's the first time. It needs to be comfortable. 
And, and, and not at Lover's Point somewhere where the cops always come to see who's having <laughs> sex in the car, you know? <laughs> Unless you're an exhibitionist. Yeah. <laughs> so, and remember her pain. It can hurt. Right. Yeah. It can hurt, so be very understanding. Does she have a hymen? Do you know? Uh, I actually haven't asked that, so sorry. Okay, well, sometimes, just, yeah. yeah. The ladies just volunteer. I'm not saying you should ask. It's not necessarily mm -hmm. polite. But sometimes they just say, hey, yeah. you know, I ride horses, and I broke my hymen long ago, you know, bucking broncos mm -hmm. there. And no, I don't mean porn stars. I mean <laughs> actual horses can break your hymen. That's right. Or doing gymnastics, a lot of different activities, which is why the whole hymen thing is kind of crazy. But the actual breaking of the hymen, for me, it did not hurt. Maybe a little sting, but for some women, it does hurt a lot. And so, again, it's all about being very sensitive to her. You are going to have a good time, almost guaranteed. But I think mentally and emotionally, you will have a much, much better time if she has a good time. So focus on her. It's really focus on her. Yeah, and I, another thing I wanted to ask. I don't know if we've got time for another thing. we got other people. Well, oh, what is it? No. <laughs> okay. I just, it's a real quick kind of just detail kind of thing. Um, as far as the first time, I was thinking it's probably not good no matter how hard you are to go fast the first time. Just, again, going with Lane to make it as pleasurable for her, it's probably best to just try to take it a little easy first time. Of course, yes. I don't even know why you're asking, except that I'm glad you're asking so that you know, yes, go slow. But I will also say this. If you come right away, don't stop. You just came. Okay. Good for you. You came. So what? You're young. You can get hard again. And don't pay attention to your penis if you come right away. Just go, okay, that means I now need to pay attention to her. And I can because my penis is not telling me what to do. And I might not be so turned on and I might sort of have this urge to just go to sleep or watch football. Don't do that. Concentrate on her. Try. And hopefully it won't make you break out into a sweat or something weird. Just really yeah. try to make this about her. That's what we call romance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, romance. Chicks eat that up. But so do guys, actually. I shouldn't say chicks eat that up. You love romance, actually, in yeah, a way more than me. Maybe a little champagne. Absolutely. You know, a couple of, a couple of little things of champagne might slow you down, too. Um, perhaps. I perhaps. Would, I'm not going to advise alcohol, but no, maybe. I, I, you know, I've been recovering alcoholic for uh, 78 years of my life. And uh, so I don't recommend it, but it does do that. It slows you down a little That's bit. That's true. Yeah, it does so. slow you down. So don't drink too much, but a right. little drink, you have to know yourself. Yeah. It does tend to, as they say, retard ejaculation. And I don't mean anything politically incorrect by that, so don't get after me. It's called retard ejaculation. Make it slower. It's a good thing. But if you retard it too much, then it doesn't come at all. You don't want to do that. Sometimes. Some guys, you know, they kind of get in a knot. So let it flow. And understand, 
she's never done this before, so she's not going to think it's over just because you happen to spill some seed. Yeah. She's not going to go, oh, oh, well, that's done, unless she watches a lot of porn. It's just like, oh, yeah, that's great. Great, great, okay. Let's have a drink, have a chocolate, and kiss. Let's do this or that. Massage. Massage, yeah, yeah. It's a beautiful thing, massage. It's a beautiful thing. Did you ever give her a massage? Uh, no, but I do love, I love massages, though. I'll probably be something we have to do. Mm, okay, you love to get a massage or give a massage? Uh, both. Okay, good. I mean, technically, good. she has given me a massage up there and down there, so I guess technically, but... I do love to give them too because they have a turn on. All right, right, Jake. We've got an exciting start to uh, to a long life of sex. See, we've been married thirty some odd years, and the thing is, the sex is very important. Very important. Because don't let nobody tell you otherwise. If the sex ain't good, uh, it could be problematical. Yeah, it's very important to have good sex. A lot of people think it's not, but you guys have chemistry, so you'll be great. Just do what I say. Is this the first time listening? Yes. Okay. First Uh, time calling it. uh, All right. All All right. right. Well, good luck to you, Jake, and we'll talk to you later. Be safe. Take care. Okay. And you are listening to FDR, Fucked Rich. And, you know, everybody needs to get fucked in a good way, which is what we talked with Jake about, doing it in a good way, which is not always easy, especially in these days of confusion in so many ways. And so many people are sex negative and war positive. We are sex positive. And let's face it, we are war negative. We are not haters. We don't want to be haters, but we hate war. And as Harry Sapien says, in a way, war is a rape of a country. And that's what, yes. It's totally a rape, that's rape what I of said. a country. Yes, the rape of Iraq got me in all kinds of trouble, oh didn't it? Oh, because gosh. I was trying to explain what I explained earlier, that uh, you know, with the invasion was the rape of this country. And that was even with the country being open to it. They didn't resist that much. And that was the game, though, that the Iraqis played, or that fate played, you could say, is that a lot of Iraqis smiled and brought the flowers, uh, but still, within a month, it was crazy. It w- the insurgents, the resistance was out and just wreaking havoc. But in the beginning, for like a minute, enough time for that pussy hawk named Bush to get up on that, what was it, an aircraft carrier? He got on something, yes, some kind on of ship. on an aircraft carrier. <laughs> yeah, an aircraft carrier. Mission accomplished. Exactly. Mission accomplished. <laughs> what a crock. I remember we celebrated that moment ourselves by taking a parasailing ride. Oh, yeah, right. Off the coast of Cannes, France. Right, right, off the coast of Cannes. And I wouldn't say celebrated, although that was a lot of fun, but I did say celebrated because we're always celebrating. And when the bombs were dropping, yes, right around March 19th, Bush was dropping smart bombs on Baghdad while we were bringing art bombs to Cannes. 
And we did this show, Art Bombs, American Libertines for Peace. In the little, uh, in the little uh, theater restaurant. El Teatro. El Teatro, si, un teatro. And we had that uh, woman, uh, that, uh, that dancer. We had a trans dancer who yeah. was amazing. I was going to put pictures up of her because we have some great pictures, but unfortunately she was topless. So I do have a picture of Max and me. We were all wearing the sunglasses that oh, look at that. were <laughs> later made famous by... Or maybe they were already made famous is it, this by is the it, movies. Is this at the restaurant? Oh, uh, where is this? The Matrix. Oh, The Matrix. The Matrix yeah, yeah. movie. But this was at a different restaurant, but it was around the same visit, or maybe a different visit. This was in Cannes. We spent a lot of time in Cannes right around that period, when 2000. I was, yeah, when I was a fugitive. To, to 2003. You were there quite a bit. I was visiting. It was a very romantic life. Yes, yes. And we were always in opposition to the wars. And because of our opposition, I was often in fear for my life traveling because people might recognize me. I was maybe even a little more famous then because I was on public access TV and HBO shows were still running. And I was vocally against the war. You didn't tell them what happened. Yes, when I wrote that Iraq was raped by the United States military's this was invasion. In papers around the world. Papers around the world misinterpreted me on purpose to say that I was saying that American soldiers were raping Iraqi women. Right. I was not saying that, although it was happening. And in fact, there was a lot of rape going on in Abu Ghraib, and other American sites for detainees. And yet, I didn't mean that. It actually hadn't happened well, it, yet. It was, it, it actually, this was the invasion. It, yeah, it was actually a Muslim paper that right. reprinted and, or reanalyzed or rewrote uh, the, the piece that you did. Yes, and, and so some poor, messed up, sociopathic, guy reads this and says okay i'm going to strap on they're, some bombs there are ra- they're raping our women and he goes to a bank yeah he and goes he blows himself up hsbc the the uh, the the english bank and he blows himself up in the middle of the lobby and kills 27 people i think it was. was it that many yeah it was a lot i think it was uh, less but well, maybe it was less whoever it was <laughs> One dead or 28 dead is a human death. I don't feel that I was responsible because this was such a misinterpretation, but I am sorry. And I was called by all these journalists, including the Boston Globe, that just said, why were you saying that American soldiers were raping Iraqi women? Do you have evidence of that? And I said, what? I was using a metaphor. You guys know what a metaphor is? You know metaphor? I called it a rape of a country it was an invasion and that is what a rape is it is an invasion and it hurts 
and it's non-consensual to say the least. Unwanted. And even when the victim smiles is what I was trying to say because these Iraqis were smiling at that time, some of them, the ones that managed to make it onto TV in the fog of war. Because the dead ones, you had to look to find them. But the smiling ones were making dickheads like Cheney and pussyhawks like Bush say, oh, look, they're smiling, see? And I was trying to say even sometimes a rape victim smiles just to get the rapist off of her quicker. Sometimes she even comes because nature sometimes takes care of her. And this was totally misunderstood. James Taranto called me Saddam's sex therapist in the Wall Street Journal. I got a lot of bad publicity, which was kind of interesting. And I was always afraid for my life walking through the airport because people would write to me and tell me that I ought to be executed. Well, and uh, our, our dear government, uh, Uncle Sam, and I don't blame Uncle Sam because, but our government on the embassy site, uh, on their embassy site in Turkey, right, Susan? Yes. Put up, don't don't listen to this uh, woman. Uh, she, the sex therapist, she's a pornographer. Yeah. Yeah. So I called the uh, embassy there and I got a Mr. Pinker, Pinkatinka something. And uh, I said, what are you doing? You want to hurt us? How dare you? They took it down. Well, it was a lie. I mean, yeah. not that I'm a pornographer. You can call me a pornographer mm-hmm. if you like. The lie well, part they, they was were, I hadn't said that American soldiers were raping Iraqi right. women. I had said that America was raping Iraq as a country, and I was using the term rape as a yeah. metaphor. And guess what? Putin is doing the same thing with Ukraine. Now, I don't think that Russian soldiers are raping Ukrainian women, although they might be. Oh, yeah, there's already I'm sure there's stuff like that going on. But I'm not saying that. What I am saying is this is a rape. It is evil. There is no excuse for it. It's an invasion that hurts and will hurt maybe forever. Killing. And he's killing people, but he's not going to kill the culture. He's not going to kill the country. Even genocide, it doesn't work somehow. So you're a loser. Can I just add one little thing? The reason they called you pornographer is that's an anti-sex term that has been used against me. Mm. And as a pornographer, I can't talk about politics. I can't, you know. I'm dumb. I'm, I'm sick. I'm not. Well, mm-hmm. I look at pussies and tits and ass, and I celebrate sex. But pornographer. Mm. Mm. So, uh, you know, that's well, not nice. I guess there's a lot of different types of celebrities. Yeah, and that brought who threats. talk about politics all the time. Right. So if you like the celebrities' politics, you go yay, and if you don't, you go. 
you're a pornographer, right. or you're a has-been, or you're a whatever you don't like. And I know, I've done it before myself with celebrities I don't like. So I get it. That's why I say I don't mind that you said I'm a pornographer. It's okay. I get what you're saying, and I'm not even against being a pornographer. I show naked people doing fun things. How about that? You show real sex, what people are really like when they're in their... You know, pornography becomes pornography when there's a camera. I show real sex. I show right. fake sex. I show all kinds of sex. I show art. That's fake sex. Okay, so I show different kinds of sex. Art and trash and real and idealized, but more real than idealized because most of it's spontaneous. I don't plan any of this. But, yeah, we do have art sometimes, so that's obviously very planned. We have fans, and we have detractors, and we love you all. Robert McCricklin, who is on YouTube, says, Hi, from Sacramento. We love your show, Susan Block. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Robert McCricklin. Now, we have different messages on our live feeds. On Facebook, we also have... Jux Lee, not in the back of a VW, right? I have had sex in the back of a VW. I have too. It's terrible. It's, it's too awful. cramped. Awful. I think once he gets started, pacing will happen, he says. Ah, oh, okay. he's, he's advising the young man. Ah, the young he's man. Jux yes. is an experienced man. Thank you, Jux. Jux is experience. very experienced. Yes, and experienced people should advise young people, just like in any field of endeavor. Even in, in food, in everything, in health, in every profession, the experienced advise the younger. And that's what happens. But sex, no, no, no. Oh, no, that's a bad thing somehow. That's called grooming. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, by the way, uh, if you're listening live or watching, you might be seeing our group that is featured on drsusanblock.tv. Lots and lots of fabulous people. Many of them are pornographers, but not all. We also have many authors and... Scientists. uh, Political activists. Cops. uh, uh, Actually, I remember I didn't used to allow Republicans in the studio years ago. Yeah, we can't keep that up. No, but I, then, then something told me then it was something about these Republicans that I, you know. Ah, I know. I guess I'm not that crazy about Democrats lately. They're also gung-ho war. I don't like it. So I don't like Republicans either. I don't like anybody. I like bonobos. I like people that are bonobo. Be and bonobo. that's why I say, like you say, be Bonobo. And the porn stars, the pornographers, are very bonobo. They don't kill people. I mean, sometimes one of them overdoses. That happens. Imagine we we film asses and tits and tits and asses. And these guys, these warmongers, shoot tits and asses. They kill people and they call me obscene. Is there something wrong with that, Susie? Well, 
why am I upset? Eh? Just trying to educate people. <laughs> <laughs> well, because they think sex is obscene <clears throat> and it doesn't make them money. Uh, they like things that make money. War makes money, so that's what they like. Yeah, war makes money. It's the anniversary of the invasion of Iraq, which some of you may not give a damn about because it was so many years ago. And some of you, it may be meaningful. For us, it is quite meaningful because it was traumatic. And yet, we also had a fantastic time in this great art show and great sex, and we went parasailing, and we were enjoying the middle of our married years in France, which was considered an enemy of the United States when we were calling French fries freedom fries, even <laughs> though the French didn't even invent French fries, so they didn't care. It was Belgian. Italians. I think it was Belgian. Oh, yeah, Belgian, sorry. The Italians didn't invent pasta either. That was the Chinese. No, 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 no. <laughs> Don't go there. Do Marco no. Polo got it from China. He didn't no. bring it to China. No, he no. got it there. No, 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 no. Okay, that's, 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 that's... Pasta's not good for you anyway. That's, that's fighting words. It's okay. Tell an Italian that Eat the less Chinese... Eat uh, I'm back on a eat meat diet. I need protein. That's right. Less pasta. Less pasta. So, Brian James Lucas, a.k.a. Chef B. Live, sends us hearts, and we send them to him. We're talking about Iraq on the one hand, and the relationship, the similarities, I guess. Can we learn any lessons in terms of this invasion of Putin? And we can hate on Putin. I got some interesting Putin hate to give you in a little while, because I said that we are making the Russian people suffer with sanctions, but not Putin. But I have to admit I was wrong about that. Putin is losing access to his Botox injections. Uh -oh. So we're going to talk about that in a little while. And that's kind of related to sex because that's related to his vanity. And vanity is related <clears throat> to your impression of yourself as a sexual being. Actually, war is related to sex because most of these doofuses that are sending the missiles don't have sex. And actually, neither do the guys in war now. They don't let them have sex anymore. They don't even let them have sex amongst each other. That's kind of off the rules. It's amosexual. It's a substitute. It's awful. So on YouTube, we have the message, hey, you got a question for the love doctor? Give us a call. I'm not sure if Jake came from that. But we are taking questions about sex because we are here to help improve your sex lives and our number is 213-291-9497 and by the way I just want to say that number is good all the time during the week we will answer maybe a machine will answer with our therapy line so if you want to talk to me you got to pay for that and we hope you would not talk too long to our receptionists and waste their time. But we do have real receptionists, so you will get a chance to talk to them. And then hopefully to a real therapist who you will hopefully pay for because a portion of all proceeds goes to help save the bonobos and the other portion goes to help save the humans.
and, and it's not artificial intelligence. These are people. So right now, during the live broadcast, that's when we answer the show and you can be on the air. So that's 213-291-9497. Of course, you're not paying for it, but you are losing your privacy. You're on the air. But some people don't mind. So that's cool. We like that. On the other hand, if you want the privacy, call during the week, 213-291-9497, and we will take care of you and keep you totally confidential. I understand. We're going to tell nobody. Okay, and then there's also the possibility of you writing out your question, which is cool, such as Sarah Ann, who is back. She was on last week on YouTube, and she says, Hey, Dr. Susie. But, Sarah Ann, you are spelling my name wrong, okay? It's S-U-Z-Y. I won't even say how you're spelling it. It's just wrong. Z. Just Z. Z-Y. S-U-Z-Y. Okay. I was the one. Of course, she spells was wrong, but it's in a cute way. So yeah, I appreciate yeah. no, that's that. Good. I like that's that. Good. I like that, too. I like you, Sarah Ann. The one with the one-minute man who don't last. <laughs> Yeah, well, okay. Who did what you said and made him push that rope, and it worked. Sarah Ann, that's what I'm talking about, and I should have used that phrase What's with that? Jake. What? Remember, push that rope. Oh, it yeah. was Sarah Ann that came up with the phrase, though, ah. because I said, you keep going, which I gave the same advice. I'm so glad I'm Where consistent. Where is Sarah Ann Jesus. from? Sarah Ann is from YouTube. She lives in YouTube? Probably. She lives in the tube. It's quite large. Which A lot of people are hiding in the tube from the bombs. Right. Of course, the bombing could hit the tube. That's what happened to Abby Martin. All of her shows are gone. Yeah, all her shows are gone. They were bombed, basically. Bombed. We're in the tube, too. We're in a tube. We are. We're here with you and Sarah Ann and everybody that's on YouTube, and we're in other tubes too because you got to hide out in different places on the internet nowadays because you never know when somebody's going to take you down they're coming to get you when they're going to bomb you and yes just like lily garnett says on facebook censorship is one form of rape of our rights and so this is happening everywhere we are being bombed we are being censored we are being raped of our rights brothers and sisters lovers and sinners and we gotta pull together and stop it we gotta do something about it or get around it peacefully you can't always stop it so you get around it declare peace on war amen and a women i want to declare peace on war and i also want to declare war because everybody's declaring war. Oh, yeah, yeah, So yeah. I'm going to declare war so on we, sexual ignorance. So we can be at war, too. Yes. All right. I am declaring war on sexual ignorance. That's it. But it's a parody. Open the headquarters in your village. Because we'll never destroy sexual ignorance. <laughs> and you know what? That's okay. Now that I think of it, I don't want to declare war on sexual ignorance. Because okay. it's part of life. It's just you, you live and you learn. And I am not going to declare war in it. I just want you to educate yourself. Please. Without me having to fire a shot. 
yeah. except from the gun between my legs, and yes, I do squirt. So back to Sarah Ann. Would you like to hear more? Yeah, so she's intubated. I say, okay. She's, Intub in she's not intubated. intubated. No. Are we intubated? God. We're thank probably God. intubated then. You know, Max, when we talk about being intubated, that reminds me that I was really intubated. I was too. Right, but we were, all were only intubated. intubated for a little while. Right. I was intubated for almost two weeks. Yes. It's not someplace I want to go again. No, no, I understand that. No. But if she's in a tube... She's not intubated. She's okay. like inside a tube hiding from the bombs. Ah, just like... And oh, she's yeah, focusing yeah. on her sex life, which oh, is good. good. That's she's good. there with her man, who's probably young. Very similar in her, a way to... Her boyfriend to is there? Jake. I don't know if he's right there while she's writing. Oh, Jake is her boyfriend? No, oh. no. But you know what? It's understandable that you would confuse that I, because Jake right. has the same kind of concern situation. in that situation, which is that he kind of comes a little quick okay. because a lot of young guys do. You hear that, Jake? So Jake, if you're listening. Here's the thing is I got all kinds of methods to combat to use a war term. And have a drink. Premature ejaculation. Having a drink is one of them. I actually have a bunch of others that are healthier. Yes, healthier. That are in drsusanblockinstitute.com. <laughs> so you should go there and check those out. But also just know that if none of them work, and very often in life things don't work, it's usually because you're not really doing it right. That's my opinion. But I'm not going to take sides in this, okay? I'm not blaming you or me. Just saying sometimes it doesn't work. And you just come. And that's when you keep going. Just because you came doesn't mean you're gone. That's right. Push that rope and it works. That's what Sarah Ann said. And, you know, pushing that rope is a little bit hardcore. I mean, you don't have to necessarily do that. Although that's, you know, that works, and it certainly works in porn. But what I am saying is just keep going with some form of sex. It could be kissing. It doesn't have to involve Mr. Pinus. So you could actually pay attention to the pearl of her oyster to use a gem that is the uh. representation of the 30th wedding anniversary, which we're about to celebrate. Did you just write all of this? No, I didn't write any of this. No, what are you just, you're saying that? I am saying this. Wonderful, good, good. I'm looking at Sarah. That's oh, uh, the only thing I had to read was her words. What, what kind of pearl Push do you want, rope. Dr. Susie? Actually, I have a lot of pearls yeah, already. Pearls. So I don't Real need, pearls? So uh, I guess I want a pearl necklace. Pearl necklace. You know what that is. Yeah, yeah. It's like a multiple snowball oh, around your clavicles. Oh, that, right, that, right. that, right. <laughs> uh, now, for information on snowballs and on the other methods of combating <laughs> premature ejaculation, just listen to last week's FDR on FDRradio.com or whatever platform you're on. You can find it. And that one is called Be Bonobo, Save the Humans, right? Mm -hmm. All of our shows are somewhere. And actually, Abby Martin's shows are coming back. 
I heard. Oh, okay. she, they're going to give her access somehow to these shows, which so I... So she can download them. Yes, and put them somewhere and maybe charge for them. The loss is really not so much to Abby Martin, although it did hit her hard and I felt for her. The loss is to us humans who need information. And by the way, I believe now that that includes disinformation. We need that because we don't know the difference. And I don't trust the Democrats or the Republicans or the big tech people that run YouTube or any of these oligarchs to know what's information or disinformation. And even if they do know, to give me the right thing, what I need to know. So give me that disinformation. But keep Abby Martin on. Keep FDR on. Keep all of us on. Thou shalt make no law to abridge freedom of the press for whatever it is. That means printed, audio, art, and our lives. And I'm going to go out on a limb and say also Donald Trump. I think he deserves to be on. Honestly. You guys, we got QAnon everywhere anyway. Yeah. <laughs> he shouldn't be able to run for president. That's the issue here, folks. Yeah. Send him to Let him be on Twitter. Yeah. Come on. Twitter's supposed well, to be he, he freedom a, of speech. He has his own now, but he's not on it. Oh, but that's ridiculous. Because of that. He is. should be able to be on Twitter and Facebook and all that garbage. What he shouldn't be able to do is be president. <laughs> you folks, we got it all backwards. You Democrats, my lawnsmen, my friends, oh, brothers and sisters. Yes, let me tell you this. I know why you don't want to prevent him from running. Because you think if he runs, you can beat him on anti-Trump energy. That's what you think. But you know what? That could be wrong. That could be thinking. What do we call it now? Putin thinking. Like, I'm going to do this. And it's going to work. I'm going to be welcomed with flowers, and instead you're welcomed with bullets. In order, I think, to get the truth of anything, you have to find out the lie. Hillary's biggest mistake, and she made many mistakes, and I voted for Hillary, and I'm proud of it, but she made many mistakes. But her biggest mistake was thinking that Trump was a good opponent, that that would be good because he was so crazy. Well, guess what? So are a lot of people. People like crazy. They like to see themselves reflected in their leaders. <laughs> because they don't get anything from their leaders anyway. So they might as well treat their leaders like Kardashians. That's what people think. Because nobody gives them anything. Thank you, Joe, for stopping the war in Afghanistan. And thank you also for not creating a no-fly zone under oh, yeah. pressure from everyone, from Zelensky to Lindsey Graham. All kinds of people are pressuring Joe. Stand tall, Joe. I don't care if you're senile or whatever you are. Do not set up a no-fly zone. Please. We can make jokes about Russians and call him a war criminal. He calls you a war criminal. Okay, we're all war criminals here. All you leaders are war criminals. criminals. You've all killed 
every one of you. And on the anniversary of the invasion, the rape of Iraq that you supported, you can acknowledge that. You won't, but you could. Anyway, we hate Putin right now. No, we don't. I don't hate Putin. I, I don't hate Putin. I hate war. That's what I hate. I don't hate Putin. Uh, I, I, I don't like him. I, I used to like him a little it's bit. It's really got nothing to do with like or dislike. Yeah, no. But it's got I, to do with yeah. he's got to be stopped because he's in yeah. charge of this. And maybe, you know, he should be droned out. I don't want to recommend that. No, no, no. Drowned out, you know, when you can't, <laughs> you don't hear him anymore. Oh. Like a drone. Uh. Wrong guy. <laughs> so. Yes. Not only do we Kardashianize our politicians, but so do the Russians. Mm-hmm. Putin is like Vladimir Putin Kardashian. Okay. Yeah. He is a Botox addict. Did you know that? I didn't, but I saw his cheeks and I thought so. Well, and, and I just thought he ate who a lot I, of borscht. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a difference. Oh, vodka. When you get that stuff injected, you have like balls. Like, I never thought like I'd balls. thank Botox maker Ab V. But thank you for making Putin crack. Who's this? Well, they say black don't crack. I wouldn't say that. But they say that. But one thing I will say is Russians crack. And he's going to crack if he can't get Botox. The wrinkles will form. Yeah, he's going to send a nuke. Plus he might crack (laughs) and send nukes because of anger. I don't know. Well, well, you know, one to New York, one one to Los Angeles. He doesn't want one, anyone to see him one to with Washington, wrinkles. Right. <laughs> got, to, got to nuke him before and they then, see him with wrinkles. And then Trump and him come out as gay. And they get married. It could happen. But you know what? I'm not disapproving of the gay relationship. No, no, no. I think that's great. Get them out of the way. In They're fact, wonderful. I am not one to say hmm. that I don't know who's better with dealing with Putin. But one thing I will say, again, is here's an opportunity for a brave Botox-injecting dominatrix to bring in a special supply dressed as a nurse in latex. I can see someone like Goddess Soma Snake Oil Mm. or Mistress Tara, somebody all dressed up, showing a lot of boob. I think he's a boob man, actually. Boobs, yeah, yeah. boobs. Not too tall, though. Maybe, maybe we, could, we could call. Or maybe she should tower over maybe him. I'm we, not sure we, what he's like. He's not my client, and if he was, I couldn't tell Maybe you. we could call the embassy tomorrow, and uh, not tomorrow, Sunday, but Monday, and, and find out whether he's a boob man or a foot guy. we got to find these things out. Yeah, yeah. And then we got to... Send in a dominatrix with a special supply of his Botox. And she should really have does, it. Does he have a Botox checker, like, for his food? Perhaps. But she should have a also, like, some Secanol or something like that. <laughs> that sounds Morphine. Like, sounds like droning him. <laughs> no, we're not going to kill him. Oh, we're not. Oh, no, okay. we're going to drug him. Drug him, and then what? Tie him up. Tie him up. Take the nuclear codes. You listen. What's his first name? Vladimir. 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 You you listening to I that? would say Kim K because of the Botox, but Vladimir. Yeah. 
Yeah, Vladimir, we're going to tie you up like a macrame wall hanging and hang you from a wall. And he thinks that Elon Musk is feminine. We're going to stop the war you know and free that? all the war protesters. Yeah, he's calling Elon, Elona. Elona. Actually, they're all doing that. Ah, you know, I got, <laughs> I, I, how can you take sides in a war like this? <laughs> I, am I going to take Elona's side? No. But yes, I'm not going to take Putin's side either. I appreciate that Ilona is kind of helping the Ukrainians, I guess. But he should just put his money to stopping the war. That is really what's best for Ukrainians. I know we all love to see war porn. Well, I don't. A lot of people do. A lot of you amisexuals out there. All this war porn is almost as bad as the actual weaponry which Putin does regard as adversarial for us to give these weapons to Ukraine. So it's very, very dangerous. And listen, I understand that the government has to put out propaganda. That's what they used to call it, propaganda. Yeah, yeah. And that's what it is. Then they started calling it publicity. The Nazis were great Public at it. relations. Yeah, yeah. Public relations is the same thing as propaganda. Believe me, I know. I do it. I say everything is roses when it's really like shit. Although out of shit comes the roses. Hey, you know? It's a good fertilizer. People do that. Public relations. Which is why you need different forms of information. Even the disinformation. Folks, we got QAnon in Congress. <laughs> Don't you dare tell me that the outside people are doing disinformation. People like Abby Martin, how dare you tell me that when we have a congresswoman who's a member of QAnon? And everyone's lying. Everyone. Uh, everyone. Everyone, from the bankers to... That's real life. That's not the ideal. That's real. <laughs> right? And that was what was happening on this day. March 14th, yeah. March 19th, if you are tuned in live, which you probably aren't because we play this show in perpetuity. But this is an important date, folks. This is not a holiday. we got a nice thing coming up. Uh, this is a misery day that America, that the, the oligarchs in charge of America, and there are oligarchs in charge of America. It's not all up to Joe. Like, it's kind of all up to Vladimir pretty much. He doesn't even have oligarchs. He just has henchmen that are billionaires. But they're not powerful people. But we have powerful people like Ilona <laughs> and Bezos, who owns the Washington Post. And Ilona practically owns Nassau at this point. And so it's all a bunch of disinformation, all the information. And you got these Democrats going, no, this is wrong. Well, yeah, it is. But so is a lot of stuff. So give us all the information, including the Republicans. I'll take it if you can give me Abby Martin, too. And if they win the propaganda war, you have to move. And while you're at it, don't censor sex so much. Yeah, and what are, what are we, why are we involved in your censorship and your nonsense? Why? You good Christians should leave us alone, let people live. I saw just a harrowing video that was posted 
showing a woman who is some sort of representative in some small town somewhere that is making some very draconian, awful, (laughs) awful abortion law, Law, anti-abortion law, of course. And she was saying, you know, I am the only woman on this panel, and I am the only doctor on this panel. I am the only one that knows what an ultrasound really looks like. And you guys are all outvoting me to stop women from having the right to legally abort a fetus. And that is not going to stop them from aborting fetuses. It is simply going to stop them from legally aborting fetuses. So that is a war on women. And that's what George Carlin said. Of course it's a war on women. And what he said, too, is, yeah, they love the unborn. Men are freaked out. Those Republicans. And by the way, my fellow Democrats aren't strongly against this aspect of Republicanism enough, I think. But, yeah, they are all for the unborn. It's once you're born, they don't care about you anymore. That is, until you become of draft age. That was in the days of the draft. Well, they still care about you, even though we don't draft you. At this point, then they try to put that propaganda, that disinformation that says, be all you can be, join the army. Oh, and all the videos now from the military that are on Facebook and all the social media. Oh, my God, showing these uh, aircraft carriers. And how they they operate and how great they are. Big dicks. Yeah. Giant penises that hold other penises. And it's all said without any, it's, it's just like a robot saying it. Mm-mm. You know? Too System much. 5, 6, Too D, much violence. 2, 4 is used to intercept. So, yeah, we got to stop Putin. We got to send in that dominatrix with the Botox and stop the war and free all the Russian protesters. They put them in jail over there. I have so much respect for anyone that protests yeah. in Russia against the war. And this is why we got to stop the Russian hate. There's a lot of Russophobia out there. It's crazy. Be bonobo. So DomCon is coming in case you don't know how to be bonobo. I'm going to show show you. you. So DomCon... 2022 is going to be my presentation of the Make Kink Not War Be Bonobo seminar, or as we say on FDR, seminar. Seminar. (laughs) Well, I will inseminate you. With my right, with ideas. Semen of ideas. Yes. Yes, I will squirt all over you. And how do you defend against that? Not really. You ban. It's a metaphor, like the yeah. rape of Iraq. Okay, I'm not really going to squirt all over you in the Hilton Hotel. Okay. Well, I, I know some of you would like that. That's not bad. No, I it like isn't. that. Right. You know, get some nice But I don't sheets. want you to have too high expectations. Although the first five that arrive will get free copies of the Bonobo Way, and the next five will get free bananas. Right. So you either go Bonobos or go bananas. And a cup of squirt. A cup of squirt. Right. We're going to keep it in a refrigerator in the hotel. Squirt. We'll do it the night before. Remember when you went to, you went to Google and put in squirt, and what would come up is the drink, the soda, squirt? 
Right. Remember when we put my squirt in a jar and somebody was supposed to analyze it, but I don't think they ever did. We sent it to somebody. I just got this memory of putting it in a bowl and in the refrigerator. And we also put Dumais and antibodies, I think, in a bowl in the refrigerator. But oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, a lot of the women drank it. Well, yes, we did drink it out yeah. of champagne flutes. Uh, out of yeah. Mm -hmm. That's pretty amazing. Mm. Yeah. Yummy, yummy. I wouldn't call it a snowball, but when you yummy, yummy. drink <laughs> the squirt from a woman who has squirted into your mouth and then you share it with someone, that is something like, what is that? That's like, uh, you know... Uh, wet, wet, wet. Wet, 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 for sure. And dribbling down all over your your, your nice shirt that you're wearing for your date. And, oh, gosh. Oh, oh hey, so listen, wet. Before we go away, because we're going to go away pretty soon, mm. can I just interrupt uh, you for one moment? Yes. Uh, to tell you about uh, something special. Okay. Um. So you don't have to call every week, but we do want to hear from you. We want to hear some really extraordinary stories about your life, your sex life, your your politics, whatever it is. And uh, you you have uh, like an open mic here. And you can call this number, and it's uh, 626. Get a pen. Get a pencil. Here's the number, folks. It's 626 461 Five two one two, and if you call that number, then uh, you can leave a message for us, or a question, and then we would like to play it on the air. Or you can tell us an erotic story or something. I mean, you can do things. That's the number six two six four six one five two one two. Doctor Susie. Go to the DomCon website and join us there. It's in the middle of May. But before DomCon is a visit from Vice to Bonoboville. So if you are a Bonoboville regular, actually no one's a regular right now, but if you were a Bonoboville regular, then please contact us somehow at one of these platforms. And you can join us for our vice shoot, which will be exciting. You should be somewhat of an exhibitionist. That is, you shouldn't be shy about being on camera because the cameras are gonna be everywhere. This is not a private event. But let us know if you wanna be part of vice being at Bonoboville. It will be April 23rd, as long as nobody gets bombed and nobody gets COVID, oh geez, there's so many possibilities for craziness. But even before that is our anniversary. Captain Max and I married 30 years and the sign is the pearl, which was an erotic magazine that I guess we'll talk about another time because we don't and have we'll enough make time. Sometime. Maybe in next lifetime. But I am so interested in erotic etymology, you know, and the pearl necklace, of course, is very exciting. And so pearls before swine should not be cast. These pearls are here for your pleasure. Pearls of wisdom, perhaps. Pearls of disinformation, some might say. 
We think they're pearls of bonobo information. That's what we think. That's what we hope. We study the bonobos. We visit the bonobos. We know people that work with the bonobos, like people from Lola Ya Bonobo, and a lot of our funds go to help Lola Ya Bonobo. Well, I shouldn't say a lot, but a portion of all that you give us or pay goes to help Lola Ya Bonobo to save <coughs> Bonobo from poaching, to save the orphans yeah. that survive the poaching when their mothers are killed. Don't get the idea that we gave millions, but we did give them lots of money and have supported them for many years and I know that many of you have supported them and uh, and you know who should give them millions Ilona Ilona Muskie what's wrong with you he said that that he loves bonobos and he said it on the Joe Rogan show Joe Rogan you might grow some hair why don't you give millions to help save the bonobos and that would do so much for your image. I really am not subscribing to this whole Democrat, Republican, right-wing, left-wing thing too much anymore, I have to say. Although I will say that there are people on this rainbow spectrum of odiousness that are mostly Republican <laughs> that are on that level of the uh, difficult-to-deal-with spectrum. But mostly it's about rich and all the rich splaining that is done. And I'm starting to wonder about my fellow liberals. I still believe in the liberal philosophy of trying to care for others and be accepting of their views. Libertine, I guess, I am about sex, although I do believe in consent, you know, which maybe some definitions of libertine do not. But yeah, we are libertines for peace. That's right. We make kink, not war. And that's what we're going to do at DomCon. And that's what we just generally do. Because we do make love, but not everybody's in love. And not everybody loves each other. People have mixed feelings. But let's turn it into kink, into some form of pleasurable experience, maybe with a little pain, but basically with good intentions and goodness at heart. And guess what? In the capitalist system, that's very difficult because everybody is pitted against everybody else. It's a massive squid game. And this is the root of this horrible war, of all of these horrible wars, of this horrible invasion, this rape of Iraq that we commemorate right now. And you don't have to be a part of them. And this horrible invasion of Ukraine that we are in the middle of right now. There's no good guys that are running things. So we who are not running things but care have to reach out to each other. It's true that they are trying to silence our voices. And it will be more difficult to reach each other. So we have to try a little harder. And to reach you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You. 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 You and me. Yeah. You all. Right. You all. That's right. We try to reach you. And so, you know, all that information, disinformation, basically I think when rich people are doing it, it's rich splaining. <laughs> that's I think how I'm gonna view it. We might not do a show next week. Oh, or, yeah, no or, show. Uh, right. You right. can always watch Dr. Susan Block 
dot TV. 24 hours a day. Yep. Uh, you don't have to pay for it because we have one big sponsor, and uh, that sponsor takes care of everything. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, Dr. Susan Block TV, where you can see all your favorite porn Free. stars, kinksters, and quite a few regular celebrities. Right. Yeah. yeah. So check it out. Yeah. And drop bras, not bombs. And remember that the Ukrainians, much as we empathize and feel for them, are not the only ones being bombed. Keep in mind that the Palestinians are always under attack by the apartheid Israeli government. And I say that as a Jew for Palestine who celebrated Purim this week. Happy Purim, by the way, and happy St. Patrick's Day. And Ethiopia Jeez. at war. And Ethiopia is at war. Yeah. And the U.S. is involved in bombing some of these places. Well, yeah. Certainly Se selling arms. Selling, selling for a little To bomb the Yemen. Yeah. Oh, the Saudis are bombing Yemen. Yeah. And we are being, what are we being? By Arcadia, yeah. attacked. Oh, yeah, we're being Not bombed. bombed. Well, no, no it's the of. same kind of bomb. I mean, they want us to leave here because they don't like the way we work, we live, we, and how we try to save the earth. They don't give a shit about that. All they care about is their little jobs over there. They sound like, uh, you know... Uh, Putin's people, and uh, that's an incoming power surge. Tell us when we're on. Knocked us off the air. What? Or tell us when we're recording. Yeah, yeah. All right, You're recording. Wow. Brothers and sisters, an incoming power surge just knocked <laughs> us off the air and knocked all the power out of Bonoboville, and we are recording on a battery-operated device. The devices, right. And Correct. we can't even hear what we're recording, but we just wanted yeah. to let you know we're what okay. was happening. We are okay. We are not being bombed, but we are wondering if this is a sign of the time, since this has happened like three times in one week. Uh, and neither are we being taken away by the... Arcadia authorities. No, and we were yeah, talking sorry. about Arcadia when this happened. That's correct. So it was a little scary, although the whole block of Arcadia is now dark. So I don't know if this is a problem with Arcadia or this area. But anyway, we're just about is. to wind up anyway, and we just mm -hmm. wanted to let you know we're not in a war zone, we think unless it's become that, it's always scary to have the nuclear war being threatened and know that the submarines are off the coast. Yes, brothers and sisters, from Iraq to Ukraine, wars suck. Yeah, and not in a good way. <laughs> so we are winding up this show this commemoration of the anniversary of the U.S. invasion of Iraq because wars suck oh. everywhere. And, oh, we're getting power back. Yes, we have power back. Yeah, and this is like being in a war zone where the power goes yes, in that's and out. That's what these... Uh, turn these the turn Except out. you also have bombs. That makes it a lot worse. Okay, well, the lights have now all come on. 
Well, yes, uh, we uh, thought that uh, we were being bombed. It is a roller by, coaster. By, by the Arcadia <laughs> Authority. Uh, we did a show. We got we off lost the our air. Lights. Then yeah. we got back on. Mm-hmm. And then we got off again. Got off again. And then we did a little piece of the show that I hope we can resurrect that we'll came before it. this, we'll which is in the dark. when we had no power and we didn't know if it would ever come back but it is back and so you know maybe peace will come back but I doubt it we're in a time of war and wars suck you ever get the feeling you've seen this movie before I have and it sucks and not in a good way I don't want to see it again but here we are seeing it again and again and And this has been the anniversary of the US invasion of Iraq March 19th, if you're tuned in live, and now we have the invasion in Ukraine. All wars suck, and that's why I think we're anti-war, as well as pro-sex. I, I don't want to hurt myself, <laughs> if I can help it. So I just want to read the whole message from Sarah Ann of YouTube because we kept interrupting ourselves. Hey, Dr. Susie, I was the one with the one-minute man who don't last. We did what you said and made him push that rope, and it worked. Now we have good nubbin. I think that's the part I wanted to read. Thanks so much. And she spells thanks with an X, which I appreciate. Good nubbin, like rubbing the nub, you know? So I guess she's coming because she's pushing that rope. So, you know, just because you come and your partner hasn't doesn't mean the sex is over. Sex is not all about coming. And we are big, big fans of coming. But I'd like to come. It's about a lot more. So just because you come doesn't I mean, mean you're like gone. I mean, I'd like to come here. I want to come. I want to, to come. come. I want to come. Anyway, we got to go. So... We want you to be good. We want you to be happy. We want you to be peaceful and try not to hurt anyone, including yourself. Make like bonobos, not baboons. Make kink, not war. Make love, not war. Make love to someone you love tonight, even if that someone is you. I love you. I love you. The lights went out. Kiss me, you fool. Need to talk with someone about something you can't talk about with anyone else? You can talk to us. I'm Dr. Susan Block your mistress of the airwaves, but my day job is director of the Dr. Susan Block Institute for the Erotic Arts and Sciences, specializing in sex therapy over the phone. Anytime you need to talk, whether you need serious psychotherapy or a hot phone sex experience or a combination, my world-renowned telephone sex therapists are just a phone call away. Totally private, absolutely confidential. We listen, talk with you, advise you, role-play for you, fantasize with you, no fantasy is too taboo, and help you with anything from impotence to exhibitionism, fears to desires, fetishes to marriages. For more information, call us at 213-291-9497. That's 213 213- 
291-9497 anytime you need to talk. You're listening to Radio Suzy One on the World Wide Web.